Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Karen Hafwick. I'm a new mom, wife, account assistant, interior stylist, and content creator. This podcast will bring behind-the-scenes conversations to the forefront from all aspects of our lives. I'm your co-host, Beauty. I'm a mother, a wife, director of sales for one of the leading hotel chains, a business owner, a general collection, and a founder of the Kane and Kejina Foundation, which I started in memory of my parents. Let's Talk is a platform where we aim to inspire through our own experiences, empower, restore hope, and let someone out there know that they are worthy. And I'm your co-host, Aquiline. I'm a psychology graduate. I work within the health sector, and I'm also an occasional photographer. Make sure to follow our Instagram page at official Let's Talk to contact us and see all our available platforms and for more content. We hope you stay tuned and enjoy the journey with us. Today, we're joined by Rue, who shares her experience of two cultures merging in her traditional marriage. So today we're going to be talking about Rora Lobola and O'Bride Prize. So we are going to look into why we actually do it. Try try to better to get a better understanding on why we do it, and all, obviously the two families coming together. What implications that brings to the table? We define Rora like what's our understanding of that? Because I think only our crew on this panel is not married, but obviously having aunties and uh, marriage is experienced all that as well so if we just i don't know look at the how we define it okay aura is a token of respect for the bride's parents mainly because obviously with our culture you pay the man pays the woman's family mm-hmm. um so for me the way i look at it it's a token of respect uh it's not i don't look at it so much as in someone is buying me or they are paying for me but i look at it as appreciating my parents Mm-hmm. Right. Well, seeing as like um obviously everybody else is married and I'm not, it's kind of a thing where yes, I'm in touch with my culture, but at the same time it's like there's certain things like Rora where you just be like, um, I don't understand. So it's kind of like hearing I'm sort of getting new things that I didn't even know before. Cause all I knew it was like, okay the groom's family does something for the bride and does something and then traditionally you're married but I never understood the actual like background of it so it's like it's enlightening to be hearing what it actually is because for me I didn't know what it actually means. I wanted to talk about Aurora from the moment I got had mine because um, I was all researching on YouTube of what it actually is. I feel like it's something that is sprung upon you when you're about to get married <laughs> and there is no background knowledge to it. Say that Rora is basically a thing where you're formally getting to meet your other half or your potential other half's family, like formally in that type of setting then? Uh, specifically in that setting, I think, yes, because there obviously there there's the parents who we all know but then there's that there's the other extended family which we didn't know and we all got to know at that particular time and yeah everyone just got on really well 
Right. So like leading on to that though, so what was your experience of Aurora? Because I think then like the, the women who've had the whole Aurora situation, we can enlighten Aquion, you know, <laughs> what actually happened and what our experiences were. So Ruth, since you're, you know, talking about the families meeting, what was your experience like? Um, my first time experience, before I had my own, I'd always see other ladies taking part and it was so ex- extravagant. Uh, the bride's family would dress up. They'll have the same materials. It was this big, massive day. It was almost like a wedding day. But where mine was a bit more on the quick side, it had to be done a bit faster, um, which was fine. I understood. Because- mm-hmm. Well, you need to explain why it happened a bit faster. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go into that. Like, why did it happen a bit faster? <laughs> about probably eight months pregnant at the time so to for the acceptance of the father of my child so in the future things will go well with my family his family we all had to come together to um agree on what had happened and accept the situation got it so we all did come together and meet and it was it was a lovely day um, and it was a thing of the, the groom's family had to go and buy food and uh, bring uh, money towards the bride price. Um, my, my, my husband's side is from Nigeria and I'm from Zimbabwe. Mm. Previously, I didn't know much about the bride price or how it goes. It not much was explained, as you said in the beginning, to me. But I, I knew something about it at the back of my head. But I just, I just went along with it because I knew it wasn't anything that was that would make my future bad at in the end of the day, and it would make my family happy and so on. Um, with me trying to explain to my husband what was going on, I don't think I was as clear as I could be because myself, I couldn't. <laughs> Yeah, like, how can you explain something that you don't even know what is going on? I tried to make it like I know, but I probably didn't know. And, uh, but in, in their own culture, they have their, their own understandings of how they do things. But then because he was coming to my side, he had to do what we do. So he had to put all aside uh, his own culture and carry my culture. And he's very accepting. He was understanding. I remember the day we went shopping. He was like, what do I need to get? What, what um, Is this enough? Do I get one of something? Do I get five packets <laughs> of something? And I was like, um, whatever, whatever feels right with you at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, uh, we just helped each other. He was helping me as much as I was helping me him we were just carrying each other through the day so it goes well i, I picked on something you know with our culture uh, obviously there's the bride price which you pay when you're getting married but if you get pregnant before this old uh, bride price is paid and you don't get the bride price paid while you're pregnant or as soon as you find out the man has to pay what's called damage on top of the bride price, they pay damage charges. So, what was your experience? What was your Aurora experience like? Mine, oh gosh. Um, <laughs> obviously, like I've said before, um, that my parents passed. 
Um, so my, mine is interesting because when in our culture, when both your parents um, have passed, my mom, I'm quite lucky, my mom was a twin. So my mom's twin sister, she requested what she requested for from the mom's side. So she represented my mother. And then from my dad, my, because my brother passed, my brother's son has to stand in as my dad. So that's how our culture works. Mm. So even though obviously adults who put the, the requirements for the father on his behalf, because he was only, he was less than under 18 when I got married. Mm -hmm. so he couldn't, uh, you know, say he wants A, B, C, D. So adults um, put the list together of all the requirements and they just presented that to, to my husband. Um, and that went really well. The good thing with our, um, with the bride price in our culture, you don't have to pay everything on that list in one go. There is a term um, or the phrase they say in our culture that kurora kuperi, which means getting married to someone never ends. So that process, you can pay part of it on the day you do, you know, you have the celebrations and then arrange another day to go and pay off or pay a portion of what's left until you finish. So there is no set date really on these uh, on these payments, which is a good thing. Um, but then you get some some men who prefer because I know one of my uncles, my sister's husband, he paid everything in one go. Like in that celebration, he paid everything to the tea, like everything. So he doesn't owe my parents anything. Uh, whereas in my situation, obviously my husband has had to go back to finish off what he was asked to pay in the first place. At what age do we start teaching like our kids or our, like our girl children, especially like what, like, do you know what I mean? Like what's going on? Leading on to my point of, I found my Rora thing to be very confusing. I was so confused. I, I, I literally had this, um, I thought it was a transaction. I thought you could just, you know, pop it in the bag. Like they say an amount and then you just give that amount. I didn't really realize that there's like so many like aspects to it. There's like different little bits of like things like, you know, like my taking and like, and it's like a whole long list. Like you have to pay to sit on a chair. You have, when you clap, you have to, I didn't know that. And then, um, it just, I feel like maybe if I knew, I would probably be better prepared. And then also touching on like the family dynamics that Auntie Beauty just touched on as well. Um, when like, um, your mom and dad are not in the same household, it can create a little bit of like a bit of conflict as well because you're obviously trying to please both parties because for me, until I was about 14, like my dad was very, very, very present in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like I was literally a daddy's girl. So he, 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 like as Auntie Beauty mentioned about the token of respect, he deserves that respect. But then from about four, 14 to like now, my mom was like, you know, the, the, the sole parent, like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you want to honor both parts because they're both, you know, contributed to the, to the girl I am or the woman I am today. But then it's, you know, creating a list. How does that work? And, and, and all of that. So it can bring up. <laughs> some yeah. um, confusion but I do feel like we need to have some sort of education beforehand of what's to come um, like Aqua is saying because Aqua is saying like <laughs> she has no clue no idea we see the we see the pictures and everybody looks so glam and it's like oh you know my bride price has gone up but it's like <laughs> what does that actually mean like yeah. what does the day actually look like um, the parents are not together it, it gets 
complicated or interesting to put it lightly um and i strongly believe that if one parent has been present and they've played a bigger role in your life they deserve to be to be to be given that that right prize i don't think the other party deserves it for example if my <laughs> father that's just my opinion if my my mom not even my, if my mom wasn't present in my life yeah now this is where it gets interesting in our culture yeah the mom is always seen as the most important rightfully like so yeah there are things within that bright prize for the father that you can you know postpone and not pay straight away mm-hmm. but there are certain things for your mom that you have to pay whether you get on with your mom or you don't those they have to be done so it gets interesting there i, th- I think but like going back to my point i think the person that plays the most part for example if my son was to get married or no, my daughter was to get married to a zimbabwean and his father was not around i don't think my husband would take a penny I'll take it all. Well, well, you know, I think that's what's great about this dialogue is because we have like completely different ways of viewing things. Um, Because like, obviously you feel like, no, 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 the one who's been more present needs it. But then it's like, how do you gauge that? Because if, you know, a parent was there to change diapers, take you to school, teach you all of this, that is them playing a role until you're a teenager. Do you know, it's not like they're leaving when you're like two and you probably don't know them. And so they deserve like a token of respect. But I do understand, I think it's rightfully so that the the mom's price is not negotiated because carrying a baby, doing all of that, that is rightfully so. Like a mom's role should be the same, but I don't think we should discount you know um the 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 role of the the other parent whichever one no not at all and i think both parties you know the mom and the father should be respected equally yes my point is if one of them decides to leave for no good reason they are not present in that in that child's life yeah they don't pay they leave a child at two three years old they don't pay child maintenance. Mm. They don't come see that baby. When the child is getting married, on all of a sudden the child is famous, they get married. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that, happens, that happens all the time. Like it obviously it doesn't make sense, but that happens all the time because um, you know, like for some reason it's even like let's say the dad was in prison even like the uncles or you know the dad's brothers or whatever whatever they will come and they will claim that money you know <laughs> on the on the on the absent father or the absent mothers you know like that's just that's just how it works what you said about um there's a fixed price for the mother who then decides like okay you're worth this much this is how much we're going to give you or is it like a set price or is it like a okay, we can afford to give you this much and we can't do this, or how does that all happen? It's, it's not really a price they put on you. It's, for example, for the mom, you give them a blanket, so a blanket will be part of that list. So, and a cow, a cow has to go to your mom, whether you like it or not. So if your mom is here, for example, in London, right, there is no way they're going to keep a cow in their bed garden. So you then convert that to whatever currency you want to give to to the mom. You yeah. understand? But if the mom was back home and they are comfortable, you know, taking the actual cow, because back home you have to physically give a yeah. cow. Yeah. 
but out here is different. So the list, it's not like a list of the go, okay, beauty is worth 10,000 pounds. No, it's a list of items. That list then accumulates to a certain I, amount. That's my understanding. I think because this tradition has been going on for years and years, it's it's something we just follow mm. now. Honestly, there is no, I, I don't see it being stopped completely <laughs> soon because it's a tradition we've carried forward from our ancestors and it's just gone on for so long for us to just cut it now and moving to that topic like you know do you think it's right to pay a bright price is it the right thing because it does in some cases it does cause financial hardships as soon as those people get married you know you've paid all this money to the parents and you have to start you need to buy a house even if you're not buying a house you're renting you've got you know bills to pay but you these outgoings have just you know left your account so do I think we have to pay it personally? Yes. I, I think we need to carry carry on that, that tradition. So you will carry on with your children? Yes, I would. Aaron, would you carry on from your children? Mm, I, I, <laughs> you know what? It's such a... Um, I, I personally, I need to have a bit more like understanding. And this is why I've opened up this... Com- well, we've opened up this conversation to talk about it. Because like... Vale, like my husband, he is for it. You know, he sees the point of it. He sees like it's respect. You know, he's like even like little things like oh, he's like oh, when I go to my mom in laws, like oh, he's talking about my mom. He's like you can see that because I respected her in this way. Like you know, like to him, he sees it right. But I just feel like for me, I just feel like I I like things to be explained for me to know why, you know, and because I don't, and the reason why I'm saying this is because like, you know, when girls graduate, right, um, and they put their little caption on, they go, oh, my bride price has gone up, right, like that, all of a sudden, worth, and I'm like, I don't want Julie to look at herself and go, oh, but this man paid like let's say 10 grand for me you know and her friend the f- paid 15 grand oh my god she's worth more or she's of more value because nowadays you know it's sad to say but a lot of people value their worth and what their husband paid for them so like that is that is the understanding that we have of bride price and we don't really have that it's not really preached enough that it's a respect thing. It is a token of appreciation. That's not preached enough. What's louder is, oh my God, you know, he paid 20 grand for me. Ah, he paid five grand for you. Like, you know, he, he's broke and, and those type of things. So it's, it's about perception. So I'm kind of like a, and I don't know, but her dad is for, 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 for it. So we will, yeah. But, you know, I just want a bit more understanding on it. Um, as for me, uh-huh. my parents, my dad's the least traditional per- person you could actually meet. And my mum is kind of borderline. Since being in the UK, it, it's understandable as well. They haven't completely lost their tradition. It's still there. But um, all of a sudden, when it came to marriage, I, I had the shock of my life. It all just became traditional all of a sudden. And I was like, what happened to that cool <laughs> And I think the other thing as well, like, we have to value our, our um, culture. We have to value our traditions. Sometimes I, 
don't appreciate when we are too westernized obviously we've lived out here for so long but i've lived out here for more than 20 years you know but i i need to hold on to something that defines me to some degree i am african and i'll always be african and this which is why i said for me i would love my children for my children to carry forward this tradition that's if they marry an african but if they do, I would love for that to continue. It's who we are. It's part of us. It's our, yeah, it's, it's a part of us. It's a part of being African, you know? So we can't deny, we can't deny that. Even, you know, we have white weddings. White weddings, that's a Western culture. We've adopted that culture as Africans, but that's not our culture. Our culture is to pay bride price and that's our wedding. That's our wedding done. But nowadays we go, which is why some of the people misunderstand it because when we look at it, we're looking at, okay, I'm going to pay this bride price. After the bride price, I'm going to pay uh, for the white wedding. Mm -hmm. And then you think, that's double the amount, double of, money. The amount of money. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. But it's not really that because we've chosen we have chosen to have the Western way, like the Western culture, the white wedding, which we shouldn't have. We Africans. That's that's my take on that one. So what, like, so do we think that is actually point, like, so the moment Rora has been paid, you are like a wife, although legally you're not, but like traditionally you are. Back then in Africa, mm -hmm. when right price was paid for you, you were married. Yeah. And that was recognized within our communities, within our countries. Right. Even now, if someone pays dowry, uh, sorry, if someone pays a bride price for you back home, mm -hmm. you are, it is recognized. It's only out here in the Western world where mm -hmm. it's not. It really makes it difficult because you have to remember here, I'm married, here, I'm not married. <laughs> when you're filling in paperwork you're not yeah. legally married so you cannot put you're married mm -hmm. but then when you go to your parents house you're all of a sudden a wife again yeah because karen let me give you your example mm -hmm. when when the whole tradition uh celebration was done yeah right you moved in with uh with your husband yeah the white wedding yeah do you, do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because to us, as your family, we recognize that as a, that, that's a marriage to us. Mm -hmm. Is there a chance of like people taking advantage? Obviously, in your case, it didn't happen like that because, you know, it went to um, grandma's twin and it went to Monia. But like, is there a chance where people really do take advantage? And it, there's like a fine line between that appreciation and greed. Is I know of someone um, who obviously he doesn't know, but it's a man, maybe it doesn't really apply, but yeah, he doesn't know either parents. Obviously, he was brought up in an orphanage and he got married. Um, and sometimes people take advantage of that, you know, because and they charge you more because you don't really have anyone to seek guidance from. Mm -hmm. But thankfully for him. I, I believe he approached his pastor uh, from church and they were able to guide him through that. So I think if you don't have people who care for you or the right people to give you that advice, definitely people do take advantage, 100%.
you, I, I don't know whether you've ever been at work or anything and then you've tried to explain you know traditional marriage and stuff and it's like oh my god like they're totally buying you and I'm just like no it's that's not really how it works and and I, I completely actually agree with what um Auntie Beauty was saying in regards of like we are African and we need to uphold you know who we are because that is who we are as a people um I think the only injustice that happens is like the African children who are raised here we are not really told so you kind of start to kind of dilute your your culture into other people's culture but I do think in like families or households there needs to be somebody who just sits down and, and is like okay you're at an age you're like 16 you know you can get pregnant at 16 <laughs> so um you're 16 these are the things you know that are gonna happen when you're like 21 we'll explain it a bit further to in detail do you know what i mean but just have a rough idea girls or ladies beforehand um because even the list half of the things on that list i didn't understand what they meant <laughs> like the the taking and i know to say what the word that? but to actually understand what it means yeah. Even if you translate that. <laughs> what is the translation of that? It's it's basically like you know like Junie now, she plays with the dad's beard. Ah, so like yeah. So basically like I'm charging you for for my girl playing with the beard. Okay. Yeah. So it's like little little things like that. And you're like, what? Like I, you know, I was convinced that it was like a one transaction. Like you tell me how much we're giving and we give. And then they start to give you six cows and one cow is worth this. And then and I was just like, oh my god. Father can ask for up to ten cows if he wants to. Yeah. Even more and more. Yeah. But the mother in our culture, the mom, you have to give one cow. It's one. Mm -hmm. And it's called more mine in our culture. That has to be done. Because it is believed that if you don't do it, you know, your marriage doesn't really start on it. On and a good, good night. In, in a, exactly. So there are things we just have to do. And I think, you know, it's just important mm. to do these things. Mm. So I have a question, right? Before, um, before the aurora happens, is that meant to be like the formal first time of you meeting your other half's family? Because like, say, for example, if you're together for quite a while and then say, example, you've met his parents and they've met yours and you're both just like you're going back and forth, knowing each other's family and you're knowing more and more people. How does then like in terms of the like how the day goes are you then supposed to do like you're not as you, you have to be more formal with them or is it still continuing the same type of relationship that you had with them before you just you just you just act like you don't know them oh. you can't you maybe with other people it's different but you just can't act like you've known them before you have to act like it's your first time isn't it advice you want to give to someone i would just like to say if i could go back to that day i would like to be more prepared i'd like to have been taught what i need mm -hmm. to i'd like more knowledge about it and um what's going to happen for <clears throat> that's what that's what i'd like really yeah so i know what's going on that's advice i would mm -hmm. give is 
embrace it. It's our culture. So take it as it is. Obviously, get as much information as you can prior to doing it, but embrace it. It's our culture. And in the midst of it all, enjoy every moment because it is quite a quite a formal gathering, but try to make it fun for yourself because it is part of your journey with that other half of yours. And you want to remember it as, oh my God, that was our first meeting, both parents meeting. So it has to be an, an exciting, amazing event. Um, and I always look at things for me. I'm quite selfish in this one. I, I look at things for me and my other half because sometimes we are taught to you marry the family, you do this with the family. I understand all that. But I think marriage is two people, two. And therefore, when I, when you're going through this whole bride prize uh, ceremonies or events, look at you and your other half. Enjoy the moment together. Because once you enjoy it from that stage, believe me, it's just you're just paving the way for it. For, for your marriage prior to this discussion i'm not gonna lie i was not going to do it because i just saw it as like oh my god all this all this then you have to explain it and i don't know what i'm explaining but i think obviously if i ask questions and get the knowledge then it makes it less it's not like something that you look at and it's like a negative thing like it's it's something that you'd look forward to because it is at the end of the day a positive thing and it's a marriage, yeah. Yeah, it's not just a, a matter of, oh, he's given this much money, therefore you're now married. It's not about the money, it's about the appreciation, so... Thank you for listening. See you in the next episode. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at Official Let's Talk Podcast.